The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, July 17th, 2021, and I'm back from the Premium Cigar Association trade show in Las Vegas while these guys pulled off the shortest Cigar Authority episode of all time. We're going to find out what happened at the show and on this show and all the dirt associated with both of them. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority now in its 12th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Award of the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Award of the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. You know what some of the people were talking about at the trade show? I was amazed, happy. Uh, and kind of shocked at it because it wasn't sh- wasn't set up or showing up or anything like that. But it's this cigar. People came up to me and talked about it. Awesome. True. What do we have, Barry? Well, today's first cigar is a Buelo, and it's manufactured in Honduras for United Cigars. The size they were lighting up is the Inerto, which is a 5x50 Robusto, and it features a Honduran Habano wrapper over authentic Corojo binder and fillers. It is part of the Cigar Authority care package, and a single will set you back ten forty nine. While a box of twenty five, excuse me, a box of twenty is one seventy eight forty nine, which comes out to eight ninety two per cigar. It's a savings of thirty one dollars or seventeen percent off the box price from twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick and mortar retail that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two guyscigars.com. You got the cinnamon swirl in the foot of yours. I have a little. Do you have a lot? Yeah. You have a lot? Yeah, that's okay. good. That's a little uh, mm. upper, upper priming Lajero Corojo. Or at the very least, ones that fermented darker, which will typically indicate a little bit more spice. All right. Uh, let's give it a cut and light, see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting <clears throat> is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo Cut out the federal S-chip <laughs> tax and actually lower them. Pernomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Only 50% of our studio audience was ready with their cutter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Glenn failed. And probably two-thirds of, uh, of the... Um, Cold drawer, vanilla-infused cedar. You have a vanilla aroma. Cold drawer. Pepper to the back of my throat. Yeah. I got no pepper whatsoever. No pepper. <coughs> maybe I'm dying. Maybe it was a touch of uh, cinnamon dust that hit the back of your throat. <clears> throat> of touch of tobacco dust. <laughs> you would think you'd be used to something hitting him in the back of the throat. <laughs> uh, and, and so it begins. Billy Reno just rolled his eyes. Uh, 
We're going to light our cigar today with the Drone by Vertigo. The Drone by Vertigo features single action, two jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, you have easy adjustment and a flip-out bullet punch, all for the low price of $19.99. That is the Drone by Vertigo. Speaking of Vertigo, they had some uh, new lighters. We ordered them. Wait till you see these things. They're an unbelievable company. Did they feature the, feature the patented big-ass tank? They don't say it ever. They don't have he the signage that, there yet? No, no signage, no nothing. Uh, they don't even uh, mention it or um, they mention the show, but they don't even, they've stopped discussing that at all because he, he's just been pushing it, but it never stuck. Never stuck. Come on, Alan. You know you want to add it. Um, so we're smoking Abuelo. Abuelo means grandfather. And uh, this cigar was originally made when my brother had his first grandchild. And uh, it was the people of Camacho that originally made it, later selling out to Davidoff. And um, when I found out I was going to have a grandchild, which was now probably close to a year ago, um, I said, okay, I want to revamp this thing, and I want to go back to the original people, uh, the Aroas, and say, okay, let's beef this up and uh, let's get this thing going. And um, they did. The size we're smoking is the Nieto, the Nieto, 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 which is grandson, which is what I had. So this is the exact perfect one, and we wanted to get it out to to everybody in time, but obviously never made it. Uh, we sent a unbanded. I ordered a thousand. Right. We did a test, the test blend, yes. and we sent it out, received rave reviews. Yeah. And was that, that test blend what this That's became? what it was. Yep. And keep in mind, though, so people will smoke this and say, this doesn't taste like what the test blend is. This is what we have to go through when we're testing blends, because when you do get it, does it change? Yes, because they roll the cigar and then they age it and all this, but as you're testing blends, you can't go into an aging thing. Right, it takes too long. Yeah, it would take years, and I had nine months to end up trying to pull this mm. off, um, and they did it. They and there's more it. complexity now than that original test blend. Of course. Blend. You know the, the pretzels that you have there? You give them to babies when they're teething a lot. Ah. No salt on them, but they're the thicker ones. And then are you talking about the little cookie? The um, it's not a cookie. No, no, no. It's a real pretzel, but no salt on it. Bavarian pretzel? Mm, maybe it's a hard pretzel. Mm. Anyway, so the kid is chewing on the pretzel, and then they go to give you a bite, and you take a bite. So this tastes like After that. He had his mouth on it. Yeah, you don't do that. So it tastes a little bit like <laughs> what is a soggy he have, pretzel. Germs. What is it? Tastes like a pretzel that's soggy pretzel. Maybe been chewed on a little bit. Hmm. Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. Soggy pretzel? I don't know. Probably. I don't see it on the flavor wheel. Yeah. So we're going to have to add that. Huh. Um, anyway, uh, James uh, is the grandson. And uh, because I'm the grandfather, I get to show a picture or something, right? Right. And I told you before, though, we're we're limiting the number. It's just appropriate today. We're All not right. going to do it every show. No, and and those that are listening, I appreciate you putting thought, your foot down, Ed yeah. Sullivan, because yeah. he shows us on his phone all the time. Yeah, those He's unrelenting that, that are listening to the show, you can't see it. You can go to YouTube or Facebook and catch it there or Odyssey. But, yeah, but we, we I put the audio in. It's a moving picture. It is. It's like a moving picture show. And, and he's talking already. All right, let's see how what he's got to say. Yeah. Then. <laughs> Do you interview this him? This is James. 
Right, he's got a good laugh. Yeah, he's not happy. Nope. He's Mid- happy as can be. Medoro James. He's talking. <laughs> he's not crying. He's talking. Come on, he's a cute kid. He's, he's adorable. Gonna, he's going to be the king of cigars, just so you know. All you manufacturers out here, getting a good side. He doesn't have a good side. That's what he's going to say to you when you try to overcharge him. <laughs> is, is he pooping? Is that what he's, he's crying? Negotiating. No, he's not negotiating. He usually smiles or grimaces a little bit when he's pooping. Let the poop smile. <laughs> but he's a strong little guy. Been through a lot. And uh, he's, um, what's he, almost three months. Yeah, Two and a half months. Passed his uh, speech therapy. Yeah. Graduated. Yeah. Now he's doing physical therapy and stuff, but uh, he's a cute kid. I like him. You're going to keep him? We're going to keep him. All right. We're going to keep him. So, uh, yeah, I missed him for a few days because I went to the trade show. And, uh, Tom, uh, Tom Criswell says you should get a cigar pacifier for him. Hmm. That might be a good item. Can, can you do that? It might be just some more cigar bitch, but... You, yeah, buy a box of Abuelo, get a cigar pacifier. <laughs> yeah. Can I put a cigar in his mouth? Unlit. Unlit. I don't oh, know. God. There's a lot of The characters. problem is that he's actually asking the question. He's not even doing it to be a dink. He's yeah. he's really asking. No, you can't put a cigar There's in his mouth. There's a lot of Karens in the world that they'll find fault. I'm not worried about the pictures. I'm worried about the, the kid should not be ingesting tobacco yet. Unlit. Even unlit. Uh, uh, wait till he turns 10. It's a leaf. I'll light the first cigar with him. J- Jim Collison points out that uh, baby James has a Mr. Jonathan haircut. He does. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he is very handsome. We, we, we'll know over that, Jim. We're hoping that that, uh, that builds in, but it's it's been a slow ride here on the, on the hair, <laughs> hair thing. Um, so uh, here's the question. Here's the elephant in the room. What the hell happened last week on the Cigar Authority? Is it, let's start with the timing I think of the show. We, I think we were good in the first hour. No, you weren't. So let's go to <laughs> we, the very beginning. We hit a 12. He's got notes. Uh, yes. He's got stay, notes. Stay and right I got a rebuttal there. for this. You were good in the first hour. So the first off, I came on before the show started. Yeah. We tested. Yeah. And I said, okay, I'm going to come on at 10 minutes past 12. Yes. You but guys, then, cut but, and light and do it. And I'll be on at 10 minutes past 12. At nine minutes past 12, I was there. And I listened to you guys. But before you hung up and you said 10 minutes, our esteemed producer said, eh, it should be more like five minutes. And then you showed up in 10 minutes. I said 10 minutes. And our producer said, make it what, five minutes. What's the, di- what's the difference? I said 10. It doesn't matter. We were cutting late and we had like three minutes to kill. You were going the whole five minutes of Wiz Dave. He's not here yet. <laughs> the whole first 10 minutes, they'll put that down. as talking about Dave isn't here yet, which I told you. When I was going to be on there. So this 10 minutes of the show talking about where is Dave? Where's then Dave? Dave went on and yeah. he did 10 minutes like he said he was going to right. do. And then you went to break. No, we talked about, well, <laughs> no, because we at, at the end of the first hour, we hit the commercial break at 1 p.m. So at the end of the first hour, we were still on schedule. At the first half hour, it wasn't one thirty; it was one twenty, and I was on ten minutes of it. And the other ten minutes where you were saying, "Yeah, one twenty is where we hit our issue." But I am going to enter <laughs> this sheet as Exhibit A. I would like you gentlemen to turn over the sheet that we use every week. It's a template created by David Garofalo. Yep. And you're saying you hit one o'clock at the top. And of the if hour. you hit, and if you look at the very last segment, the very last t- line where it says next week. Yeah. What time does it say before next week? One forty. <laughs> 
I Ladies think and gentlemen, gotta, the defense rests. You, you almost made it to 142, <laughs> almost. It was 141, uh, but we started two minutes late. It was 139. The and, YouTube's, and, and it was you. The YouTube's uh, has it as uh, 140 point something because Ed it's Sullivan starts that first. Right. Yeah. yeah, he kept on minutes and things. He did whatever you could John, do. Jonathan did a good job at closing it out, though. You did it as slowly as you yeah, I tried to drag it out because I cool. couldn't get my. And you uh, knew it. And you knew it. You I couldn't knew get. It. I couldn't get you know who over here to you, just you shoot the four, shit for five four, minutes. Four weeks notice, and you had two guests. Four weeks notice, <laughs> and you had two guests. In fairness, could. and I love Chef Charlie. Not all that talkative on the show. No, very talkative in the lounge, but wasn't all that talkative on the show. You didn't ask the questions. You. It's we asked him like three thing. questions. We got two-word answers, and I was like, all right, we're going to do 20 minutes of two-word answers. So I still had 10 minutes before the show was going to open after I got off. And now I'm looking to see what's going on there. And, and it's you, a you guys went to commercial, and Barry got up. And I'm like, <laughs> what the hell is going on? Fire? Something must have happened because this never happens. And then I got back, and I found out what was going on. What was going on? Well, first I got up to plug my computer in, but then I got up to get some food. There was food going on. <laughs> now, we'll talk about Chef Charlie right now. That two times, one is he's here every single Tuesday because the Ashles are live. Yeah. Last time, two weeks ago, for the first time after four years, I'm going to be on the show. And Chef Charlie does not show up at all yeah, in the show. It's very simple. He doesn't like you. I don't think he does. <laughs> and then I'm always here for this show, always. And this is the time he comes, and he brings food. And it was so delicious. Oh, it was oh, amazing. It was fantastic. It was amazing. It may be the best brisket I ever had. I'll yeah. second that. So take this personally. And I heard there was mac and cheese, too. I there was heard mac, about and mac and cheese. Yeah, I didn't great. have any mac and cheese. But I, it was it's here. still good it on my here. diet. It, it was, was here. Very good. Yeah. Brisket, mac and cheese. It, there was no reason for you to have missed. You should have been here. Mm -hmm. Next time, don't take a vacation. Would, there would have been a two-hour show. I'll tell you that. Yeah, we would have gone on. Guests. We would have gone on another ten minutes. It would have been fine. Uh, and then it's he's up here. I don't know he did brisket because you never mentioned it. He, he uh, told me to let you know, but I, I no. Didn't but think... you have him as you're interviewing the guy on the show. The he's first question you have no. First question we asked him about was the brisket, and he gave us a two-word answer. Yeah, we talked about the brisket. 100%. Yeah, it and, just wasn't. And I was hoping. And I went into the competition brisket, how how thinly sliced it was and how it held itself together. I, I was hoping thing. he was going to give us a 10-minute thing about how he prepared the brisket, and we got a two-word answer. After the show, he gave us the 10-minute soliloquy on how to prepare brisket. It was yeah. good. Yeah. Covering the butcher paper and... Yeah, he was very, very talkative after the show. Yeah, after the show. Yeah, yeah he was, get spooked, right? He was like <laughs> Willie Moranti nodding his answers. Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't that bad. <laughs> to me, you, you guys have been doing this for so long. To me, I, I was just like blown away, and I go, you, "You're rushing to the question. You're rushing to get out." You even but, said it a couple of times. That what are we hurrying for? And then you'd hurry. You'd hurry too. You knew you were doing it. Why are we hurrying? Let's take it easy. Well. We got two Dave, hours. Let, I love how I get looped into this. Let, let's see what happens to your show when there's brisket here. All of a sudden, you might need to get. I put the brisket right on the counter and eat it. <laughs> I did. In the, in the mic, like I do. Yeah, I was ready for a nap eating that brisket. It was freaking good. Whew. 
Chef Charlie, what I, I went to the restaurant. I tipped well. I didn't yep. embarrass you. We ordered all the stuff. I paid the bill. You you complimented that vegetable. Yes. It was like real food. It was real food. Yeah. It was delicious. <laughs> I'm doing the work. <laughs> I don't get it. What's what's the problem here? Oh. Jim what? Miller says your bitterness is ruining the flavor of the cigar. Yeah. <laughs> really what it is is it's Maduro Dave and the cigar wouldn't do well as a Maduro. Ah. Uh. Maybe down the line anyway. Anyway. Do you uh, have any more constructive criticism? Yeah. They don't take it constructive, constructively. And I, as soon as I walked in on Monday morning, Jonathan looked at me and said, save it for the show. I don't want to. Yeah, hear I don't want to. I didn't yeah. want you to waste the good, the good first one. So it's been, it's been sitting here all week. Good. Yeah. I think the jury would acquit me, though, based upon the show notes that I did you know, what I asked. I asked. <laughs> We've been talking about shortening the show forever. I just showed it could be done. <laughs> you just rushed it through. There was so much missing. There was so much that could have been said. Anyway, uh, it didn't make any sense to me, but what does make sense is it's time to make sense about tasting cigars, and it's brought to you by Cigar Sense. Great segue. Cigar Sense offers a variety of resources to help cigar lovers get the most out of fine cigars. It's all about helping you respect your palate. From personalized cigar recommendations to cigar profiles based on sensory analysis, articles, and seminars. And now there's also a course, a cigar tasting course, which develops your sensory skills. You'll learn to identify aromas, tastes, and palate sensations. You'll learn to describe the flavors while appreciating what you're experiencing as you smoke. Visit Cigar Sense and start your sensory adventure with free membership. Here's today's Cigar Sense tip. So this week on the Cigar Sense platform, I learned about my profile advisor. As you click through giving cigars thumbs up and down ratings, the brain behind Cigar Sense really starts to get to know you and what you like. When you click on the profile advisor in the My Profile tab, it makes suggestions to your detailed tasting notes. You can, of course, choose to accept the changes or not, but when you do... Your list of suggestions changes and opens up even more cigar choices that, that you will likely enjoy. Uh, you say, you've said that before. I, I did it too. Mm -hmm. Have you got some cigar brands that you know you like that pop up as suggestions? I would say easily in the when because it rates it on the side with you know you're going to like this 95 percent chance or 96 percent chance. Everything in the 90s, I know for a fact about 75 percent of those cigars I like. No. Is the it, other 25, I just don't know those cigars, but... You, you said there's a brain that does? Is this a brain. like artificial intelligence? Yeah, what if it becomes self-aware? Yes. It is artificially intelligent. Uh -huh. I respected my palate enough to sign up for free. Isn't it time that you respect your palate? And they do it for free. You go on there, you do it. That's it. Sign up, play yeah. around. And and how, how do they make money? Volume. Volume. Because it's free. All this work is done. You go in there for free and all the stuff you there's stuff. There's stuff behind the, the paid walls and all yeah. that that you can, you can get. All right. Uh, okay, so PCA Trade Show. Let's get to the trade show, which is why you came here in the first place to hear about the show, right? No, you're a consumer. Do you really care about the trade show? I know everybody's doing it. I, I came it's, back from it. We're going to do it, but it's the what's it's the what's new right. part of cigar smoking, and that's typically where people launch new products. To me, it's like 
you know, you, you hear me say we don't want the consumers there. I don't want the consumers there. We, and then I, here I am telling you about the show, and am I trying to say I don't want you there? But let me tell you what's going on. I'm just it's, let me tell you what you're missing. Yeah, out it's kind of like you know we had brisket and you didn't. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't think it's like that at all. You didn't have to stand up for 18 hours during the day and walk yeah. around for 14 miles. All right, let me get to it. It was the first ever PCA, by the way. First mm-hmm. ever Premium Cigar Association trade show and meeting that ever happened. Uh, it took place July 9th through 13th, 2021 in Las Vegas. I flew there on the 9th, first flight out, and uh, it's 7 o'clock, and I got there like 11 o'clock. Hmm. Three-hour time difference. Yeah. So that ends up saving it because uh, – the last show was July 2019, COVID. There was no show. That was IPCPR's last show, now PCA. Uh, first thing is, first time actually going anywhere, uh, traveling anywhere uh, in almost two years. Um, mask at the airport. It's like, as soon as you get to the airport, everybody's got a mask on. If you don't, they come over to you and say, you got to wear a mask. What if you say no? I don't know. I just had it on, and I said, okay, I'm going to deal with it. My glasses fog up. I'm not good with a mask to begin with anyway. Uh, you get on a plane, and they tell you you have to keep the mask on unless, of course, you're eating or drinking. Perfect. So I said, okay, uh, here's the, the hook here. Um, so I proceeded to eat and drink. The rest of the flight, I gained 10 pounds in one flight in five huh. hours. See, the, <laughs> a great thing for that would be the pistachios. Right? Yeah. You could make those last forever. I was drinking water real slow, and then mm-hmm. the coffee came, and I took my time, and then <laughs> they gave me these little chocolate nut things, and one huh. at a time, I ate Small those. bites. Small bites. <laughs> Let me drag it on. Um, so the exact opposite of what we did with the show last week. Yes, the opposite. <laughs> I took my time. Barry, uh, take yeah. notes. We're going to drag it on next. See, time. I'd be worried about having to get up to go to the bathroom. You can go to the bathroom. Yeah, I just don't like airplane bathrooms. They're a little tight. Yeah, they're very tight. Uh, but if I, you're just eating. Well, if you're drinking. You said water, coffee. It's a six-hour flight. I said coffee. You said coffee. Coffee. Yeah. Coffee, yeah. Um, if you drink the coffee slow enough, you don't have to pee. Especially anyway, if it's salty uh, snacks. Retaining all that I water? I thought you were in one of those pods. I Couldn't was. you just like urinate into a bottle I or could something? I could have if I did, but I, I can hold it. All I'm right. A, I'm a, I can He's hold a camel. A time. I'm a camel. Uh, get there. Um, we land, get our bags, go outside. Holy shit. 117. <laughs> but it's a dry heat, so it's fine. 117 <laughs> every single day. 117. At nighttime, it dropped down to 107. It's insane. Why are we going there? Because they're having the trade they're show. They're the only on place the that'll have us. And it's not true. It's cheap when it's a hundred. It's not cheap. Everything was very expensive. <laughs> Relatively, <laughs> everything was very expensive. The flight, the hotel. Yeah. Blame Connor McGregor dinners. and his sprained ankle. Yeah. So, what's your proposal, New New Hampshire, in the winter for the next one? Or? April. Mm-hmm. How about April? <laughs> April showers and right. buying buying plenty of stuff because the season's ready to come as opposed to the, the stuff I'm ordering now is going to come in September when things slow down and it starts getting cold. Yeah. It's crazy. And uh, I had to fill out one of those things, you know, would you think of the show and all that stuff? And I said, you let him have the it. The date. Mm. I mean, please, God almighty. We're, the trade <laughs> show is on the sun. 
in the summertime. It's like <laughs> the hottest place in, on earth. I and know, it's I the thought, third busiest time of year. I mean, right around July 4th. It's crazy. I thought New Orleans felt far hotter. Than Muggy. Yeah, yeah, than the times I was in Vegas. This was the hottest ever. 117 every single day. The last time was I was crazy. in New Orleans for the trade show, I thought it would be a good idea just to run, jog the mile yes, back. Did. It was bad. Yeah. Humidity. There is no humidity, but it's it's like opening an oven. You put your head in it, and it doesn't stop. But the problem is so dry. As soon as you sweat, you're evaporating, so you don't realize it. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. Weather was just crazy. I just can't even imagine. I once saw Dave drink a $14 water, mm. and it wasn't even that big, but he was that thirsty. Mm. $14? It was $14, and it's on a little magnetic or weighted strip that you, when you lift it up, they hit the hit the card. Yeah. $14 water. <laughs> yeah. And you have to do it because everything's cheaper in July in Vegas, right? No, water's $14 <laughs> for a glass, and you have to have it or you're going to die. They I mean, gotcha. you could drink the water out of the faucet. Can you? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, you're so <laughs> fancy. <laughs> Do you drink the water out of the tap? Uh, depends where I am. That's I drink novel. tap water here in Salem. See, I think New Hampshire tap water is terrible. I'm not saying it tastes good. I'm mm. just saying I, I drink it and nothing mm. bad happens to me. New, New York, had, you know, maybe because I grew up on it, but New York had the best tasting water to me. Because all the shit that's in the in the pipes and stuff, yeah, it's, it's, got a, it's got a taste. That's, that's why it's not supposed to have a taste. That's yeah. why they got the best bagels and pizza yeah. dough. It's yeah. got that taste. So anyway, get you get there, and right from the lobby, as you're going in, you're bumping into old friends, and uh, uh, attitude was very, very good. Uh, I'd say the best since um, the cigar boom of the '90s. I mm. mean, people were very, very happy. Um, it seemed at that point, once you got off the plane, other than the atrocious heat that was going on, it seemed back to normal the way it was. Nobody's wearing a mask. Uh, casinos jam-packed. Restaurants are jam-packed. Everything's happening. Old friends, friendly faces, competitors, and the Cigar Authority fans started right away. Really? It's unbelievable. It's almost <laughs> embarrassing. I heard, embarrassing. I heard that uh, Nick Perdomo was handed a phone to take a picture of you and somebody a else. listener. Yes, which is ridiculous, <laughs> right? Nick Perdomo. Yes. Many times things like that have happened. Um, so as far as the cigar industry was concerned and Las Vegas was concerned, it is back to normal. I heard right after we left, it, didn't, it, it started going tightening up again. Really? I don't know, because we certainly could not have had the trade show smoking a cigar with masks on and things like that. Mm -hmm. You couldn't do it. There was some things with the plastic dividers up in the things, but they weren't even using those. They were using regular tables and stuff. So they were there for show, now, I guess. At, at some point, are we going to get the food review too in, yeah. in another segment? Yeah, we'll get to it. He's going to drag this out a little bit and prove a point. Yeah. <laughs> just you know, got to keep gonna, it under two hours. Uh, yeah. This one's going for 12 hours. <laughs> Seminars. They they started at one o'clock. I got there at eleven o'clock. Room isn't ready. Uh, seminars uh, day one. Very good attendance. Jam packed. Usually, I'd say half of that. It's it was mm -hmm. double the size of 
the people going to the seminars, which I love to go uh, to also. One interesting thing, Barry, that was there, there was a seminar saying um, some of the technology and things that are changing and what cigar companies might want to do. And they said, if you do uh, online ordering, if you're, uh, uh, you know, uh, like we do also, you can text order. Bless you. Thank you. Text ordering. I get people texting me orders all the time. Really? Yeah. So they said you set you set up a separate phone that's the text phone with a separate number, and people just text on there. Don't we have an issue with credit cards at that point? Well, I, I do it for existing customers. All right, so you that, got their information. Yeah, there's people that I've given invites to Clubhouse that now have my phone number because that's how we send out the Clubhouse invites that will text me an order. Okay. Well, they'll Facebook message me an order, but they're existing customers. I wouldn't take a new customer order that way. Okay. Very interesting. And uh, they, they said, why don't you do it the way people like to do it? People like to text. They don't like to talk on the phone. Mm -hmm. They don't want to go on the uh, website or whatever. Mm -hmm. They like to text. Let them text. I'd say the majority of event tickets get sold via text. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, we get sent the picture of the event. So they have your personal text, cell phone number? Correct. Because we don't have a two-guy <laughs> cell phone number. Right. But you get to know somebody well enough. You know, I could text Glenn right now. He's, I might, in fact. Yeah. Glenn, you want a ticket to the Rocky Patel event? And then he'll say yes. And then, really? Then I'll text I didn't Trevor know that went on. to process okay. his card. I was scratching my head and saying, is this something? Uh, then that night was the opening night party. They tell me, because I didn't go, uh, that it was packed. Everybody had a great time. Uh, there was just hors d'oeuvres as opposed to the way it was before where they'd have uh, lots of food, uh, which is okay. I could see they were, you could see them cutting corners or whatever they have to do. But um, Cutting back. I don't think back. they were cutting corners. I went to Sinatra's like we normally do uh, with Eric Newman from uh, J.C. Newman uh, and his wife and uh, went with the Bonin Ville Parmesan. Fabulous. Um, and then after that, we went back, went up to Nick Perdomo's suite where we had cocktails and cigars in his, in his suite because it's an outdoor patio as hot as it was, it was, it wasn't bad. I don't know if the admisters in there or I what think was going on did, yet, yeah. but it was okay. Uh, and then on to opening breakfast, um, where it was a continental breakfast, I mentioned to you, it wasn't, uh, all the fancy, uh, regular stuff. I mean, do you really need powdered nope. eggs? Nope. Had a, a muffin and a cup of coffee or something, and I'm okay, ready to go. Um, they saved a ton of money. I know sitting on the board that there was hundreds of thousands of dollars to pull that off. Uh, no lunch tickets unless you stayed at the hotel and you got a $100 voucher to buy whatever you wanted uh, while you were there. And that took me to the point where I left you. I did the little little 10-minute yeah. thing with you. You did a 20-minute segment and then went to commercial break, and that's what we'll do. We'll go to commercial break, too. 31 minutes. Nice. Yeah, you're about six minutes long, according to your show notes. The show is going to be close to two hours long. <laughs> Which be when we come back, long. the doors open at the trade show, and I was shocked. I'm going to tell you what I saw and what I heard when we get back. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. 
For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua. The Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Certain general warning cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes, including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple. Exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. 
Padrón Cigars, they give you the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padrón Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. Hello, this is Houston Aurora from Jerry Tobacco. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Barry, I'm going to teach you a different strategy. Yes. Instead of trying to defend that what you did last week, was right. Yeah, the whole, the whole. Go uh, after how bad Dave's doing this show. He skipped over early thoughts of Abuelo. It's probably the most important thing in that whole, that whole first section is talking about the cigar since we're a cigar show. But he was in such a rush to get to stretch it. everything out. Yes, he, he told, skips over stuff. Yep. I get to what I got to get to when I get to it. <laughs> you guys are never going to take first seat. I'm trying to make you better, but I, can't I don't make want first seat. You do. You sat here. And he volunteered you me. You rang my bell. Yes, I did. Yes, you did. did. <laughs> Nobody touches this bell. Even Chuck Cicero rang your bell. <laughs> well, you got to be a rat, Pat. I go away. I saw it. I saw it. Everybody touching my bell. <laughs> I was tempted to teabag the bell, Eat, but I figured. food. <laughs> That's the thing you're most mad about. The we got brisket and you didn't. My God. So good. It's crazy. It's so wrong. It great. All right. We're smoking the abuelo. What do you think? Well, I, think, oh, I was ready to talk about this 10 minutes I ago. Was, I was. forgot my thoughts. You lost your thought? It's a You know, it's, it's, by, it's for United Cigars. It's made by, by our friends at JRE Tobacco. So if you're a fan of Aladino, there is a familiarity to it. But it has this underlying nutty caramel sweetness that really stands out. A little bit of white pepper in there. People were talking about it. They were talking. It wasn't even there, and they were talking about it. So the show opens, and um, there were 547 cigar shops. It was down 29% for the amount of shops. There were 1,622 retailers, and that's down from 2,000 or something. I think a little more retailers showed up. It's an average of uh, more than three, three and a Roughly, little bit yep. more. Um, the walk-in was small at the very end of, of the amount of uh, – People, but I walk in to the trade show, and that was the shock. The size of the show was one third the size of what it normally is. Now, a lot of that, gone. a lot of that, it's not that it's gone necessarily. A lot of people downsized their booths. Everybody did, with the exception of Rocky Patel, which stayed the same, and um, Steve Saka, that was two booths larger. So, Everybody else was down. So question. Uh, maybe Padron, you had mentioned. Yes, Padron was the same, yes. Because they have that same booth yeah. for years. So a little question. In the past, there's been uh, hookah companies, vape companies. Now it's specifically Premium Cigar Association. Yeah. Were the hookah companies there? Were no. the vape companies there? No. So that has to account for a portion. That's about 20% of the show yes, floor. And I, and I don't have a problem with it. It was smaller. Uh, it was it was shocking to walk into it, and I I could see the end, and I could see the end over here. You know, sometimes we walk and walk for days. Yeah, and yeah. We can't can't get through. Which it. aisle was that booth if, in? If I won an award, I could have got and accepted the award. <laughs> were you there with me that time? Yeah. yeah. That they said you were uh, on David, the on the pace for ten thousand dollars, and you yeah. said I'm not running. It, it was <laughs> it was a mile away, and this time I could have made it. Huh. But, I, a, but I, you would, didn't win. I didn't win would, would you run for $10,000? No. No, he no. didn't run. <laughs> we know the answer to that. Now, what about uh, J.C. Newman? Same booth size, but it was just a new setup? Much smaller. smaller. Oh, they went yeah, smaller. but they had that cardboard cool-looking thing. I'm telling you, in the pictures, it looked big, but it was... 
It, it was, was not, huh? No. It, it, it was big for a cardboard cutout, for sure. <laughs> uh, not even a cutout. I, it's not even saying it right because it was a, a building made, mm-hmm. it, made out of cardboard, and they throw it away at the end of the show. That's it. I came Go up on. with a great idea with them. They get the clock tower. I said, cut the clock tower, and then somebody wins the clock tower. And he says, the clock tower weighs 200 pounds. I said, so what? Win the clock tower. Biggest order get wins the clock tower or something like that. So we'll see what the future holds uh, because we went to dinner that night, and I said, yeah, you got to do something with that thing where you win the prize. He says, you got so many crazy ideas, but I did. Uh, size of the boots were small. Um, uh, less elaborate also. When you take the boot size down, you would think it could be even more elaborate than a smaller size, but they everybody went less, less is more, and uh, everybody was able to pull it off. There was, there was a few embarrassing ones that almost were like the middle finger throwing, throwing at you of, I'm putting a folding table down, and I'm just not going to hmm. give a shit. And that was like disrespectful almost. That hmm. you just not- is it disrespectful, or is it maybe they, the booth didn't arrive in time, it and they had, to, they had to could do what be. they had to do? Listen, I went to um, Calibri. I went to the Calibri booth. And there it was all set up, and there was not one person there, and they had cloths over it and stuff. And I said, wow, the whole day, opening day. I said, wow, what's going on here? They didn't even, nobody showed Mm. up. And then the next day we're there, and I went over, and it turns out it was the Sabbath. Yep, Jewish show and company. Yeah, so they they couldn't do it. So uh, they got to think of things like that. Um, What else? Um, Still complaints about the cost of electricity, hanging the signs. All that stuff still existed. Oh, yeah. The unions are. Yeah. Crazy. So these people cut it down. So a lot of them didn't have to deal with that. And those that did still deal with it were complaining about it. So they may cut down next year also and say, I'm just not going to deal with hanging the the sign up and stuff. When they hang the little rotator, spinning little wheels Mm -hmm. on the top Mm -hmm. of the booth and stuff, we're talking tens of thousands of dollars. Do you Which think it takes two minutes? So Perdomo, uh, he was writing in the chat box. Do you think, and maybe Nick can just answer it. Do you think that Nick cares that much about the expense, given that that is a banner for everyone to know where Perdomo is? Do idea say what he saved? I mean, he saved hundreds of thousands of dollars by making his booth a little smaller. Yeah, nothing wrong. Hundreds with that. of thousands to the bottom line. That's expense. Yeah, yeah. hundreds did, of thousands. Did he have his drum set? Nope. Somebody gave him a little teeny little drum set, and he, he, I said something about the drum set, and he got it, and he says, here, here's the drum set. And it was a little teeny little little thing, but uh, it, you, those things are missing for sure. I mean, that's part of you know seeing things like that and stuff, but I guess he did it so many years in a row, and uh, it's been done, and uh, let's move on and save $300,000. Hmm. Yeah, there's, a, there, there's certainly a value to that, but there's also, I think – don't you run the risk if you shrink down too much, not being able to take all the orders? A guy like Perdomo. He could have used a couple more people because he, he they never stopped. My God, it was hmm. like crazy of uh, dealing with uh, less people, but still everybody buys the, Perdomo, right? And the buyers are there. Yeah. There's, you got a lot less tire kickers. I spent more than I ever did. 
for sure, yeah. Yeah. on their, everybody. Their order came yesterday to two guys, Nashua, via a freight truck. Yeah, seven pallets. Yep, didn't even come UPS. It was too big. I wonder if he did it. He said, I can pack that box in seven minutes. I'm like, no way. <laughs> he didn't see the order yet. I'm like, no way. Yeah, stuck it, on that. It took a lot longer than seven minutes for uh, Ed, his son, Nick, and Drafton to unpack it because it came in at like 4.15, and they're like, all right, we're going to bang this out before the day's over, and they just barely made yeah. it. Yeah. So my first stop was the Aladino booth, uh, Huso Aroa, first aisle, first right uh, person I went to look at. His wife, Vivian, was there, and uh, Sandra, the factory uh, lady in charge of the factory. Uh, what a, just a good feeling right away. Their daughter was there, mm. and I haven't seen them in two years, and there they were with smiles on their faces. And when I left, I bet there was the biggest smile on their face. Good order for them. Uh, great product, and they seem very happy. And I said, "Here we go. This this begins the thing." So, attitude was really good. Uh, the plush rugs that people would have the yeah. thick rugs, and you'd look for that. A lot of that was gone too. Mm. So again, there wasn't that much walking; was a lot less anyway. But we would know the spots. With, but where still, they had the thick rugs. you're the guy standing in that booth. That's one of the expenses I think you you keep because you're lower back. Yeah. Um. So what was different? Quieter. You would notice the quietness of the room because Drew Estate wasn't there, mm -hmm. which is typically a lot of loud music that's playing. Uh, Perdomo drums weren't there. Uh, Nick Melillo's Jamaican mm. reggae and stuff that he plays. Mm -hmm. So these things were missing of it. Audio-wise, you could say, not only visually, audio-wise, you so could see something was, was missing. Was that better for you then? Yeah, ear I was okay. It was just you knew it wasn't there. It seemed yeah. seemed kind of weird. Although uh, at the end of the day, a Toro Sandoval uh, in his group set up, and at five o'clock, you know, everybody's working their way out, and they started playing music and stuff. Mm. And uh, they didn't push us out like normal as as fast. You know, you got to leave, you got to leave. So that was a little good too. Um, and uh, people were buying right to the end, even after it was over. Um, and um, I heard numbers from the manufacturers after day one uh, and talking to them, bumping into them, how'd you do, how'd you do, uh, best single di first day we ever did. Um, again, despite, you can only deal with so many people in one day. Sure. Mm -hmm. So maybe they end up feeling it on, on day four, but certainly on day one, everybody I talked to said, oh, yeah, crazy crazy they they had no idea there was less people because they can only handle as many people as the people you deal with right now it's time to ask the dawn by don rafael cigars it's time to ask the dawn why do you come to me why do i deserve this generosity brought to you by don rafael cigars when when did i ever refuse an accommodation Don Rafael cigars are premium cigars. And as a reasonable man, I'm willing to do whatever's necessary to buy a peaceful solution to his problem. Mellow and smooth. You can talk to What's the matter with you? Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael cigar. It is terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> it is. We got to do something with this. It's atrocious. It's, I got away from it for a week. I came back and it got worse. How was that possible? It was taped. Good. Uh, so uh, this is a, uh, a new question here. I'm going to try something different. Uh, how should I cut my cigar when I don't have my cutter is the ah. question. 
so I keep my two index fingernails a little bit longer, not long enough like I'm a cocaine oh, consumer. Oh, you don't snort coke. No, no. But just long enough so that I can use my fingernail in an emergency and pierce the cap. You Take have a to circle be around exactly. With it. You I have do. to be very careful, and more often than not, and I've done this. Use it as a bullet cutter. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've done this thousands of times, and I still screw up the wrapper. And you're going to be licking it; it is going to come unraveled. But in a pinch, it works a lot better than biting the end of your cigar and dealing with the tobacco. Of in your all teeth. places, is when I go to the factories. There's not a cutter around. It's the craziest thing, and that's what I have to do. I usually always have a cutter around me when I'm here. I go down there, and then I do exactly what you're doing. Barry, you do the bite. I do the bite. It's something that a lot of people in Miami do, and I picked up the bad habit. Although recently I've been using a pocket knife to cut my cigar just because my father-in-law sent it back to me saying, hey, he could use it to cut his cigars, not knowing because he's not a cigar smoker. Mm. But I figured uh, he sent it back to me. I'd use it for a little bit. Yeah. I used it this morning, and I said, that's the last time I'm doing that. No good. Well, you could try putting a better edge on the blade. No, the blade's good, but it... it, Let me see that thing. Now, it's old, so, but I didn't like the way that uh, it just didn't come off right. Using the wrong side. <laughs> uh, yeah, there there's, you got no blade. No, that's why you're having struggles. Mm-hmm. He'll he'll hook you up with that. Mm-hmm. I see people that do that all the time. You yeah, know, use a, a knife. Yeah. What do you do? Um, I often use a knife for my Neanderthals. Okay, he bought I- a specific knife. That has a specific size blade, <laughs> so he could pierce the the tip. But you go somewhere, cut his thing. I always have a bullet cutter on my keychain. Ah, I mean, it's not my favorite, but it's always better a, than nothing. All right, that's your, your emergency backup yep. is a bullet cutter. I don't know if you have re- had it for a long time. It's an Avo bullet cutter. Yeah, it turns. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is good because the other ones, the da- it's right. damaged. Yeah. So it was expensive, but it's good. Right. I probably bought it from you what twenty years ago yeah. or something. It's still, still there on the key. Still chain. working. It's good. All right. Um, I like a guillotine cut. Straight. That's the ideal the, way, the but way I'm saying you you don't have your cutter with you. You got a cigar emergency. What do you do? Okay. So um, one thing that they did was at nighttime, you could go to uh, a cigar lounge, which was on the trade show floor. Remember this Hall ABC? Hall C, which usually would be full of boots, is completely empty. They got a little stage there. That's where they did the seminars, and they turned that into a nighttime lounge or something. But it didn't look loungy at all. Uh, but the prep was because in case there was no place to be able to smoke cigars, right. so they had that place figured out. It didn't do well after the first day, so they pivoted, and they said, okay, let's turn that into um, a happy hour place where during the trade show time, you could go there and have a drink in the middle of the day because, you know, by 11 o'clock, you know, you need a couple of cocktails <laughs> and get off the trade show floor. Mistake. I think mistake number two. It was good that they pivoted, but the pivot move would have been at 5 o'clock. It's 5 o'clock somewhere time. Boom. And then from 5 to 7. Margaritas. I bet you it would have been jam-packed just as you're finished trying to finish up at a booth and they say you have to go. You could finish with the guy in the lounge yep. and have a drink and wrap it up there because it was right there. You didn't even have to walk 
around or anything. You could just walk right through, and here it is. That's what they should have yeah, did. Yeah, Vertigo with should sponsor with Margaritaville and have it set yes. up like a little tropical paradise. There Ooh. we go. There we go. Make a little extra money. But I could see, you know, they to to pivot, and it isn't easy. It's like moving a cruise ship right. at that point, uh, that, 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 that deep in, that they did make a, a pivot move. And I said, okay, I appreciate they, they did that, but... It didn't work. I don't think it Were worked. you able to smoke at Circle Bar still? Or the, yes. The, yeah, okay. So there was a bar down there, which there wasn't supposed to be. And all, next thing you know, it was there, jam-packed 24-7. I, I went down there at 7 o'clock in the morning, and it was packed mm. with people. Mm. And, you know, 2 o'clock in the morning, it's packed with people. Uh, and all cigar people, there cigars everywhere. Mm. So, it, And who knew that was going to happen? They didn't know. So they figured what happened. But the great thing would be to, from 5 to 7 o'clock, for that to be available, I would utilize that. Dinner reservations at 7 o'clock. I don't want to go back up to the room. I got my stuff. Let me have a drink here. Let me finish up with the, with the, with the, the guy or one of the cigar manufacturers or whatever, and I bet it would have been good. I think they were even offering free cocktails at the happy hour during the show. But if, if you're listening, uh, PCA Trade Show... What you don't want to do is pull the people off the trade show right. floor because... And you certainly, you don't want to get them loaded either. Well, they had to conduct yeah. business. Well, maybe a little bit looser when they yeah. loaded. Yeah, a little looser with the oh, wallet, yeah. maybe, right? Absolutely. Yeah, but to to, to uh, pull them off the trade show floor, that's the problem. I don't want to get off the trade show floor. I didn't want to drink anyway, but maybe I would have got there and sat and had a water or something. But don't take me off the trade For, show floor. $14 water? Yeah. So It's I, only $14 so, in your room. Oh, all right. <laughs> It's $12 at the concession stand. Yeah. And then, uh, at per usual, copycat companies that are out there ripping us off and stuff and just pissing me off. But uh, all in all, I was uh, happy. Again, I was only there for two days. And after those two days, that's when uh, shit started happening, hmm. uh, from what I hear. Yeah. And I'll get into that did, uh, also. Did you make any new enemies or no? I'll probably the same enemies, the same old ones. Maybe I'm making some now today, but uh, no, I, I, I gotta say, listen, the PCA had so much to deal with. I've, I've been on the board, a lot of less people uh, working there because everybody was laid off and everything happened. For them to pull off what they pulled off in that short period remarkable. of time, you say no, it wasn't sharp period of time. They had two years. No, they probably had about two months. And uh, all the moving parts. We didn't know if we had to wear masks. We didn't know if we had to wear masks in between walking from one booth to the other like they did a TPE. Right. I mean, all these changes were happening on the fly as it was yeah. going on. Dave, Greg, Greg Zimmerman in the chat room says they had 100 days to put the whole show together. Yeah, absolutely. I know. I know. And uh, I, I feel bad for the, for, the, for the people of PCA because all they're going to get is grief and stuff. But those that know, that mm -hmm. sat on that board and know all the work that goes into it, it's remarkable that you pull off that kind of thing right. in that short period of time. It's like, holy God, how could that even happen? So many moving parts, so many problems with so many manufacturers. Uh, people, manufacturers last minute deciding if they're going or not going. Yeah, and not great. to mention with the COVID dying down policies are changing all the yep. time. What can you do? What right. can't yeah. you do? It was unbelievable. And it felt to me like um, 1990 again. The cigar boom hadn't really happened yet. Going to the trade show was there. Uh, I was able to take care of all business within two days, um, which was great. Um, and I, the people that did not go to the show, um, they – 
I, you know, I talked to a lot of them, and there were other reasons. It wasn't just the big four of trying to do it politically, and you know, we're trying to end up hurting the show. It was for their personal reasons why they couldn't do it and get the trade show booth there in time and uh, man it mm-hmm. and everything that goes along with it. They will be back next year. The show will be bigger and better. It's so good that the PCA pulled it off. Yeah. And it will grow from there. It, it's that, a good you're, just, you're just starting to create some buzz. A lot of people doing the PCA exclusives oh, and sticking yeah. to it. You could only get it if you went. Yeah. It's great. It's all yeah. good for the show. It was good. It was good. Um, okay, final thoughts here on Abuelo. What do you think? I smoke it all the time. It's very good. Yeah, since it's been released, it's been a go-to cigar. Um, there's that Corojo spice to it, but there's a little bit of an underlying sweetness along with the nuttiness. Just a really good, well-rounded balanced and complex cigar. yeah it had to be them aladino had to be the one to make it they did a great job and um we already have a back order going and getting fulfilled and stuff and we went heavy on it too but it's it's uh it's moving it's it's really moving um so let's take a break and when we come back uh we're gonna smoke something different from the trade show uh i have a different cigar for each one of you you're over by six minutes by the way I'm over by six minutes. Yeah, you're, over. you're over by six minutes. You're not sticking to the schedule. You think that clock is accurate, but it's a, a minute behind. Don't worry about me. You just just try to be me. Try to be me. We're going to go deeper into the trade show, who was there, who wasn't, and uh, why can't we get along in the cigar industry? Why can't we just get along? We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, the time, my friend, is now. For just $24.99, you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the Cigar Authority Podcast with you. I don't know if that's really a benefit. Sure it is. We will judge the construction, flavors, and review the cigars, and you can see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating. Is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times, subtle and understated, with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room Cuatro Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world. 
Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th Anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Eric Newman from the J.C. Newman Cigar Company, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority. And we're back, and I'm back from the PCA, the Premium Cigar Association trade show, and united we stand, divided we fall. There's lots of problems in the cigar industry, but it can't be within the industry itself because we've got enough enemies out there trying to do it. It's time for an ego check. 
for some people that are out there. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we're going to talk about it. But first, um, I went into the PCA bag, and I picked something out for each one of you. Uh, I'm going to put my uh, abuelo down. Barry, what are we smoking? So I'm going to go alphabetical order so there's no favorites uh, on the cigar brands. Ed Sullivan's going to be smoking the Asylum PCA exclusive. It's a Honduran Puro, and it features a hybrid Habano wrapper grown in Honduras. It's available in three sizes. Ed's going to smoke the $16 Robusto. The eleven eighteen will be $17, wow. and the 6x60 will be $18. Huh? Ooh. $16. You treat me good. It's a Robusto? It yeah, it's, it's a really hard box press, so... Seems small. It does. It seems well, perfect for I you. I like it. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan will be smoking the new HVC 10th anniversary. It comes in one size. It's six and a half by 50. Only 2,000 boxes made of 15. Features a Corojo 99 wrapper, and for the first time ever, they will be using Corojo 2012 in the filler, along with Criollo 98, and that will retail for $15. I'll be smoking There's the There's only one of them, Mr. Jonathan. There's only one. Sample one single. That's it on Earth. You have it. There's only uh, how many boxes of fifteen? Two thousand. Two thousand boxes of fifteen. Wow. So I'm honored. Twenty five thousand cigars. That's all. There how is. much? Yeah. How much was his retail value? Fifteen. Uh, uh, mine's I, better. I was going to complain that I didn't have the biggest one, but uh, it's one of one, I so I'm good. Okay. I'm going to be smoking the La Aurora Puro Vintage. It's a Salomon shape featuring all tobacco from 2008. It's a six and a half by 58 Salomon, 58 being at the fattest point of the cigar. It's going to come again in a jar. 58 at the bottom part of the cigar. Of course, it's the fattest part. Correct. It's yes. going to come in a jar or a box, just like the last edition did. And this one retails for $26.50. Oh, wait a minute. Do so you, you like him best? Do you get to flip a coin? To know whether it comes in a jar or a box? It comes in both, and you'll, we'll have both of them on the website where you could buy it by the jar or you could buy it by the box. The jar is more expensive with less cigars, just like it was last time, but it's more of a collector's edition. And Dave will be smoking the Rocky Patel 60, which celebrates Rocky Patel's 60th birthday. But it's not in a 60 ring gauge. Nope. <laughs> One of the sizes are, but Dave's going to be lighting up, uh, I believe it's the five and a half by 50 Robusto, which is going to retail for fourteen sixty five. It also comes in a Toro at six and a half by 52 for fifteen seventy, and the six by 60 at sixteen seventy five. It features a San Andreas Mexican wrapper over Nicaraguan binders and fillers, and all four of these will be available at twoguyscigars.com. Whenever the hell they are released. See, so, if you dragged it along like that last week, <laughs> it would have taken up more time, okay. and we would have filled more time. So if you argued about cigars. how much time is going by as much as you do today, it would have dragged it that time, too. But I got lots of stuff to get to, so you can stop dragging <laughs> out. There's no need to. We're going to run out of time. Uh, notice this, that on this cigar, I have one, two, three, four bands Four bands on it, Rocky Patel 60. Um, and you notice the price of all these cigars mm -hmm. are pricey. Yeah, yeah, they're not cheap. Nope. And that's what I saw is a lot of the stuff coming out is high-end, high-end, higher prices. So we talked about that that was going to happen anyway. Well, you, you, um, you're going to make a cigar, you're going to come out with something new, and it's going to cost you really the same amount to make the cigar. You may as well make something a little nicer and charge for it. Well, they were charging because 
that's what I noticed of the, the new stuff coming out. It all seemed pricey to me. I can't tell you the best valued cigar that was at the trade show because it didn't seem like a lot of value. Um, you know, some line extension type of things, which was the bulk of it. But these are all new. These are all new, new okay. cigars. So let's get to it. Let's give it a cut and light, see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo uh, cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. This time, for those listening at home that like to know what happens in the studio, this time Pam was very late. She was late on the cut. She was late on the cut. You like everybody to do it at the same moment. Exactly the same moment. Pay attention. It's very important. Ooh, you in trouble. She dropped the cutter on that one. Oh, she mm. dropped it. She dropped it. <laughs> it's an expression. All right, so cold draw um, is mushroom on the Rocky Patel 60. Mushroom. Mine, Sourdough bread. Mine it, tastes like, uh, you know, the vanilla ice cream pop with the hard chocolate shell? Yes. That's what mine tastes like. But that a lot of those are ice milk, not ice cream, the cheap ones. He makes a good point. This yeah. is a not if you get the dove bar. This is a well, dove bar. Oh, all right. It's well, it should be for the money. You got the most expensive one, and I'm still resentful. And the biggest one. A little bit of raisin on mine. You know what I take out of this? Dave blames me the least for the debacle last week. <laughs> We're going to light our cigar today with the Drone by Vertigo. The Drone by Vertigo features single action dual jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. On the side, you have a fuel window. On the bottom, a flip-out bullet punch and easy adjustment, all for the low price of $19.99. That is the Drone by Vertigo. So some of these things, I was uh, lucky enough to try samples of them months ago. Uh, especially this Rocky Patel 60. I did try this mm -hmm. a long time ago. And again, it wasn't ready to go out, but I can push back those flavor notes that say, okay, it's young. It needs some aging. It's still going to do some fermenting. Um, it isn't now. It's beautiful. And uh, I have a medium, I'm going to say, we can't argue about this because I'm here, six out of 10 on the level here on mm -hmm. the uh Rocky Patel 60th. You nailed it. Number it's six. probably a four. It, it isn't. It's a six. <laughs> it's probably a four. <laughs> this is uh, a more elegant version of uh, one that I smoke a lot. The blend is is kind of similar, although the wrapper's way nicer here. Uh, the JFR Lunatic in the short Robusto, mm -hmm. this has some of the same base notes. A little bit of the vanilla. I hate saying the same thing that Barry said, but He's smoking a totally different cigar. I know he is, but yeah. I don't like saying the same All right. notes, but that's what I'm tasting, so I have All to right. say it. But I figured that you'd be interested in mm. that cigar, right? You smoke a lot of them. You're, uh, um, I like Aganorsa stuff. Yeah. I agree 100% <laughs> with Barry. I never do that. Um, okay, so what was missing at the show? Uh, obviously, the big four were missing. Uh, General Altadis, Davidoff, and Swisher, which is Drew Estate. They were missing. Uh, they are protesting. They're, they're missing is more of protest than anything else. Um, and that's what they decided to do. But there is good reason why a lot of the other people do. So don't look at the other, the other manufacturers and say they didn't do it because the fact of the matter is at last minute to decide to move your booth down to um, Las Vegas is a long process 
um, and and it's worse than ever because of shipping issues and things that are happening now. Some of these boots are out of the country. Yeah, it might take a hundred days to get the booth there. Right, uh, staffing the booth of having mm. the that was another thing that was the trade show booths were smaller and the staff within the trade show booth was much smaller. Perdomo, for instance, usually has. Fifty people. Yeah, I mean, it was at least ten people less than what normally would be there. We know our rep Roy Kirby wasn't there. Mm -hmm. um, Thank you for that, Nick. We were able to do some killer events with Roy in the store. We did. Um, inventory is an issue across the whole board with every manufacturer that's happening there. Um, and here they are going to set up at a trade show, give out samples, and talk about new product. They don't have it to begin with. My guess is that probably fewer samples were handed out by design, really just giving them to the buyer, or was it anybody that wanted one? I didn't have any problem. I mean, well, you're a buyer. Yeah. It's, yeah. It has it right on your name tag. Yeah, our buyer brought me back. Uh, I probably walked out with 60 cigars when he came in on Tuesday. Cigars, Whoa. believe it or not, were handed to us and said, this is for Barry. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't not to even Jonathan, want to not to Ed. This, is, this one, this pack is for Barry. Yeah. Because he must ask or something. I don't know. No, I can honestly say I did not ask. Yeah. Hector. I had Ed ask Hector Paz over at Miami Cigar for an Art Deco. Right. It's a cigar that doesn't smoke, uh, isn't available anymore. But he hoarded them, and I heard it was met with a laugh and say no. no. Really? Yes. And he's the only it. person in the country that still has them. Okay. Um, <clears throat> he went to every, as the VP of sales, he went to every store, bought out all the inventory for himself. Okay. Dave, uh, Greg... Zimmerman says they have contracts for 2022-23 in Vegas, but they're in negotiations with venues in New Orleans, Tampa, and a few other locations. Yeah, let's do Tampa. The, so Greg Zimmerman is going to be the president of the PCA, just so everybody knows who he yeah. is. And and uh, as, as you again, I, I take my hat off to everybody there uh, of what they had to go through and the bullshit that is said at the same time because the people that are saying bad things have no idea. Yeah, they're not They're not walking up going, thank you so much for your thankless job. Right. They're walking up going, oh, this is messed up. And I know Greg gets big pay. He must get double what I was getting at PCA, which was <laughs> zero, and he gets zero too. Yeah. And it is like giving to charity and helping our industry that helped us. And, and As you suspected, he says the large hurdle they have is the convention center's uh, are yeah. LEAD certified, which prohibits smoking. Of course. Of course. Um, Why Vegas does not Ve having lead have anything to do with <laughs> smoking? I assume it's an acronym for something. Yeah. Uh -huh. the, um, the trade shows that used to, you know, and looking at previous numbers, it would always show that we would go somewhere else to New Orleans, then we'd go to Vegas, and Vegas would be higher. Then we'd go to Texas, and then go somewhere else, and then we'd go back to Vegas, and the Vegas would be higher. And Vegas is going to end up being higher if it is after not being in Vegas. But time after time after time it's there, it takes away the juice of, oh, this is Vegas. Sure. It's not special anymore. Mm -hmm. the, the one good thing was I, I think anybody that wanted to go, I don't care where the thing was. If it was 117 degrees, you'd still go to Vegas, which I did. I have to go no matter what, where, where it is. I want to go. Um, but I think it would be a breath of fresh air 
uh, in so 2022 and 2023. You said yeah. so. The next two years uh, is going to be there. So, but it, it is a dry heat, right? If you went to New Orleans, it's, it's, you'd have more sweaty ball yes, problems, yes. right? New Orleans was really humid. How does he get away with saying that? If I said sweaty balls, you'd be all over me. Well, you'd probably be all over the sweaty balls, but as <laughs> we go there, as we go there, see, I just—I remember New Orleans what I'm walking saying? out of the hotel. Ed says it, and it just goes right <laughs> over his head. And I, br- I draw attention to it, and he's disappointed in me. You say things like that. You got the, the head guy at PCA listening to the show, and now you think you're going to get invited to do the show there. There's no, no. way talking sweaty balls. Yeah, no, you, you don't get invited like there. That. Ed Sullivan's the one who said it. But, but I, you you put attention to I, it. You just let it go. I said yeah. it with dignity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You so, said it with lust and want. Right. So uh, very, very quickly, and I don't want to dwell on this thing, but if we don't say something about it, it's going to be like we're afraid to. So there's, there's some things that end up happening. You, you just got to say something or else it looks like we're cowards. Um, those that are, uh, were missing were not relevant. This photograph that was put on social media, and there was a whole group of people that were at the show, which was a great freaking picture mm-hmm. of unity. This mm-hmm. looked good. By the way, everybody wasn't there in that group, but they just happened to get a whole bunch of people, and mm-hmm. they say, hey, here we are, and you know, I, here, here's what I would have put a quote. Having a great time. We miss you. Hope to see you next year. Oh, my God, that would have been something great. A hundred percent. Yeah. Instead, they put, you know, if you're not here, you're irrelevant. Could that is be? a slap in the face. Yeah, it started a whole bunch but, of shit. But could it be a dig at the big four? Who were trying to don't, intentionally listen? Don't, we don't need to dig. All right, we don't need to dig. They know who they are, and they know why they did it. And they lost. They failed. The, the show went on. So that's the whole thing about you know a show. The show must go on, and the show mu- did go on, and the show's going to go on next year. Yeah. So we win. And hopefully, if if they said we missed you, hope you come back next year. Maybe they come back next year. But doing something like that. Maybe they don't come back next year. So it, it's mm. not good. It's not good. Um, we need to be united. I the agree. industry needs to get united. And, we and certainly have enough that. outside forces trying to come at us. It's the most powerful thing we have is PCA. I, I wish there was more powerful things, but the most powerful thing we have is PCA. Don't, you know, go negative on it. My God. Uh that being said, I, I, I think it was crazy that they did it. And uh, what's crazier than that is the peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take new prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum cigars. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, good news. Philadelphia's naked bike ride is back on after being canceled by COVID last year. Woo-hoo. Organizers have one request. That's that you wear no clothing except for a mask, which is something that people tend to do anyway so they can hide their identity. And I don't know about you, but there's nothing better than a fat-bottomed girl who wants to ride my bicycle. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. Nor does it make any sense. <laughs> fat-bottomed girls, people that usually go naked in public, are nothing special to look at. Huh. 
It's not how you get invited to the PCA. <laughs> <laughs> it's not how you do it. Um, upcoming shows next week. Uh, Barry, are you going to be here? Uh, as of now, yes. Okay. Uh, how do you pair whiskey and cigars? The folks from Single Cask Nation are coming up here, and they they do all kinds of whiskeys and things like oh, that. That's what they Barry experts. Will, Barry will be here. He then. should be. He should be here because he has the whiskey authority, the the liquor authority. Liquor authority. You got to tell them about them, get mm. them on board, and get all their their buddies on board. But they make special liquors, right? And we make for them every year, three years in a row. We skipped one year. Did we skip last year. Yeah, we've. This is the second release of it okay. over the last three years okay and uh, there was a three in there somewhere yeah. yeah we we will launch their cigar for their people and then on monday following that we launch it for us and uh, they're gonna have a exclusive pre-sale that begins on monday a couple hours prior that they're gonna share a wink, link on their website and how to get it and then at 10 o'clock it'll be available for everybody okay so ed and i are gonna go in early on monday and agonosa leaf made the cigar mm-hmm. and they put them in these whiskey barrels for a short period of time yep and- they're not disclosing yeah. which uh which whiskey barrel it was uh but we will be pairing a liquor that might be related to the release uh next week all right so that'll be next week july 31st we have uh roy brown from iron horse uh, Depot and Mike Glenn from Rocky Cigar News. They're New York retailers that are getting killed uh, by taxes, and we're going to have them on and talk about uh, um, how bad things are and what what um, you folks can do to help them out and uh, get New York back on track because uh, they're going to just lose everything if they don't do it. And the following week, the Jerky Boys are back. We'll tell you all about that Whoa. as we get closer. That was a tease, yeah, huh? Tease. Yeah, just an example <laughs> in New, in New York, the Laurel Pure Vintage that I'm smoking. That's twenty six fifty in New Hampshire. Uh, it's twenty six fifty one in Texas. It's twenty six fifty in Florida, but in New York, it's roughly forty three dollars. Wow. Ooh. And somebody looks at a New York retailer at that point and say, "The guy's trying to rob me," and they're not. it's all taxes and they got to get 43 in order to get the same uh profit we're getting right if they sold it at our msrp after they pay the taxes they'd be losing money yeah so terrible do it 75 percent right now 75 75 crazy what they want to put them out of business and they did this during covid this is when they did it to them. During yeah. it. Wasn't things weren't bad enough in New York. That's what they did to them. How crazy is that? All right, we got the emails to get to. All right, it's time for the best email of the week brought to you by H. Upman. Uh, this week's prize is a cigar rest, a bottle opener, keychain, some dominoes, and a fedora. And I got it. And I you don't need to send it to me each time. But the, the, <laughs> Yes, you do, because he complains the, when the he doesn't get it. It's cool as hell, and the domino set. Is fun too. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun thing. Yeah, I have a gripe with the uh, Domino set because oh. it's oh Dick- here we it's go. It's Dick's and Rafael Nadal is of Cuban descent. It should have been double nine. And I'm just going to say that. Thank you, you for it. that complaining about your free present. But it's it's easier. <laughs> it's an easier, faster game. Yes. The following message was submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com, and James writes with respect to arrogance. Hmm. To you, he's writing to you, right? Is Jonathan that arrogant in the workplace, (laughs) or does he just play the role on the show? I wouldn't want to be a customer if he was like that all the time. Wow. 
What a douche. Yeah. <laughs> and there's our first contestant for the, yeah. for the prize. Uh, it's off to an early lead. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but do we give points for the obvious? Huh. Right? Well, we'll see. I have, I have four, so I got to bang out one All more. Right, go ahead. Bang one more. Following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of the CigarAuthority.com and the Whiskey Miser writes, mm. Marketing idea. Hello, fine gentlemen and Mr. J. We all know that the firecracker has been a great success for the summer. Why not offer a release that would capitalize on the winter months and the holiday shopping period? I will offer you this soon-to-be patented idea at a low price. Ah, I don't know if I want to hear it because I might already have the have that idea. I got so many ideas of this. <laughs> Think of this as a firecracker on steroids. It would be available near the holidays. I like to call it the stocking stuffer. Instead of a short firecracker smoke, Give us a cigar that is just as powerful and would fill up anyone's stocking. Giggity. I propose a 6x60 or larger. That's what she said. This is all in the email, by the way. This is not me adding. Okay. A uh, powerhouse that would help anyone escape the holidays from their dysfunctional family. Picture this. After a holiday dinner, you can say, I will be back as soon as I smoke this cigar. Four hours later, feeling lightheaded, you return inside with everyone gone or already passed out. Thank you all, including Mr. J., for all you do, the whiskey miser. The stocking stuffer. Stocking stuffer. You're not stealing that. Are <laughs> no, you? I'm not. No. <laughs> that wasn't in your idea. No. No. That would be if I if I do steal it, then I stole it. <laughs> if it happens, I stole it because right. I didn't think of that. Uh, it, it, it could be something. There was a nine by ninety asylum at the show. It's ridiculous. By the way, everything that we're smoking here, I ordered, mm -hmm. and I'm going to get to, in the, in the next half hour, the other things that I ordered. I'll tell you everything that's ordered, but 9 by 90, is anybody going to smoke? You got to get at least one to show and one to go on that. I bought a bunch. Did you? Yeah, I didn't get one to show and one to go. All right. Got a bunch. <laughs> Question is- I mean, that's a ridiculous, that is, the 8 by 80 was stupid, but 9 by 90, it's stupider, but I think- I think it'll move. Will you, you smoke it? You're gonna I'll have, smoke one. You're gonna have to smoke it on the show, just for for the one person in uh, Michigan who constantly calls me up for the Emperor. Really good guy. We joke oh. around. He got so excited watching you smoke the eleven by ninety. Oh, Emperor. oh we got a chubby chaser out so, there. Oh yeah, so we we nice. have to smoke that just yeah. for our listener. We would have to do like a, a like a marathon show that would be one cigar right. that goes for six hours or something, and we got to keep the show going till the cigar till, till you hit the band or something Whoa. like that. Who could keep it lit? <laughs> Dave, how about this? How about a candy cane cigar? You know, barber pole yeah. and it curves around. Could, and now you there like you go. It. Now yeah. there's a Christmas one. Did somebody say <laughs> yeah. it? No, I made it up. All right, I can get that. I, we can pull that off. Gonna have to have a Colorado wrapper on it because it has a reddish hue to it. Hue, yeah. yeah. There's a hue. There's a hue with a Connecticut shade. All right, uh, let's get to the poll question of the week. Brought to you by Victor Sinclair. Yeah, the question. The question of the week is brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. Victor Sinclair Cigars, the cigars you won't question. And today's question was inspired by a uh, question on Facebook that had over 10,000 responses. Ooh. And we asked, which TV wow. show did you like more, The Office or Seinfeld? Oh, please. Not even close. Not I, even close. I like them both a lot, by the way. First yeah. of all, it's Curb Your Enthusiasm. But... <laughs> 
Seinfeld wins Seinfeld. by a lot. Should, yeah, it should the be. winner was by one point three eight percent. Wow! And, and ten thousand responses. No, this is from our poll, which okay. had a few hundred responses. Okay. And Seinfeld won by less than two percent, which wow. shocked the hell Office out of me. Office was great. I which, thought it was horrible. Couldn't stand really? the show. Oh, no. It was a great show. Too dry. Just, which the, office? The U.S. one? U.S. U.S. I, one. I, I like the other one, but it's yeah. too short run, right? It only weighed in one season? The U.S. one? No, the, oh. the, the other one. The one with uh, Ricky Gervais? Yeah. Was You ever watch the first episode of that and then watch the first episode of The Office? Same exact show, same words. Everything is exactly the same. Very interesting. Oh, I to, haven't to, done to, that. Do that. You, you got uh, tomorrow off. Do that. I got a lot of painting I got to do. Yeah. Report back. Anyway, we have a new question up on uh, thecigarauthority.com. Just click the uh, question in a week graphic, and it was used as submitted by uh, Charlie Pitaris. I like Charlie. Charlie okay. jumps on the clubhouse with us. Yes, he does. I Club- saw uh, uh, Jim Carlson as well this week. All right. On there. Uh, okay. What is your thoughts on the cigar you're smoking? What do you got? Uh, on mine, it, it's... What do you got? It's a Dominican Puro. I mean, but... What's the brand? I have the La Aurora Puro Vintage. Yeah, he go. doesn't speak, Dave. Sorry. It, there's a little bit of a, a brown sugar to it. There's a little oakiness to it. It's extremely balanced. It, if you're one of those guys that constantly need to touch up a cigar, a Solomon is not for you. You have to trust the roll that it will self-correct as you get past the nipple. Yeah. But it's <laughs> extremely smooth and complex all right i'm smoking the rocky patel 60th this is for rocky patel's 60th birthday this is a medium six out of ten uh espresso notes dark chocolate hints of salt the chocolate with the salt thing that's going on here with the espresso going on wonderful cigar what do you got ed sullivan I have got the asylum. Is it a TAA special? PCA. PCA. Sorry, my head's in the wrong show. Um, It's got some strength to it. I found it interesting, though, that you know the price point and the size of this doesn't say asylum to me. Ah, because asylum is a value, and this is expensive. This is expensive. I mean, it's a very does the taste say asylum to you? No, no, no. It's got some strength to it. It's very good. I okay. like it. All right. I'm smoking the HVC 10th anniversary. And I'm jealous. Instant oatmeal. The maple walnut flavor. I like it. Ooh. I'm a fan of that. A little bit, a little bit less of the sweetness than what you get in the instant packs. So you gotta get tweezers and go in and just pick out like 30 or so sugar grains. You know what you do? You cut the little bag of the thing and let the sugar pour out the bottom. Cut a corner of the thing. Sugar pours out the bottom. Then you make the oatmeal because there's too much sugar in there. It's way too it's much. Normal. Yeah. That's what I do. You're sick. I do it. Individual. No, no you're going to be doing it now. So I just taught you the trick. That's pretty good. We should buy it, right? Mm. We did. We did. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to get to um, that when we uh, come back from the break. When we come back. Uh, what is the industry talking about? What is the future of the trade show? And the dumbest name for a cigar that was at that trade show, and it's going to sell big. We're going to get to that. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. This year marks the 25th anniversary of Drew Estate and the rebirth of cigars movement. 
To celebrate this momentous occasion, the company is inviting you, consumers, retailers, and cigar media, to its epic blowout birthday bash entitled DE25. DE25 will be held on September 25th at the South Fork Ranch in Parker, Texas, part of the Dallas-Fort Worth metropolitan area. The DE25 celebration will include the unveiling of Drew Estate's newest brand with a first-to-experience approach for consumers and trade partners together. Buy your tickets today at drewestate.com forward slash DE25. That's drewestate.com forward slash DE25. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? Writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose. This is Mr. Jonathan Carney with La Florida Minicana Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority. Oh, 
This is Jonathan Connie. He's getting married. Yeah, he is. Matt Tobacco, he's getting married. Yep. All well, the kids are doing it. Must be something in the cigars. Something's in the cigars. As somebody married, you poor bastards. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We're back, and we're smoking what we picked out at from the trade show that we are buying, and I'm going to briefly go over uh, some of the things that we did order at the show. Is this including the one that has the dumbest name? Did Kilo make a comeback? Or <laughs> Kilo did not make a comeback. That wasn't a dumb just, name. Just checking. Uh, 724 Cigars has the five and dime. Uh, it is made by Jesus Fuego, a buddy there that does wow. the 2283. They changed their production from Placencia over to Jesus Fuego. I said I'd love to try one that Jesus Fuego did, and I smoked a cigar. It was fabulous, and uh, we bought into the five and dime. But you'll look at all the 724s, and they'll start coming in that way. Does it sell for five dollars and ten cents? It does not. It does not. I didn't get the price. Mm. I, I knew it, but it's not five ten. That would make <laughs> sense, right? Um, Aganosa Leaf uh, Anniversary Anniversario Short Churchill in Toro yep. ordered, and Aganosa Leaf Supreme Leaf Torpedo. Yeah, one of those anniversarios was a PCA only size, so you had to be there to get this one of those sizes. Okay, you were there, so we're getting both sizes. Good, good. All Saints cigars. They have the Saint Francis line coming out, and the dedication M I L T R E, Miltree. I don't know. Whatever it is, we're in. Uh, CLE Asylum. We have the PCA exclusive. From Aroa, we have the PCA exclusive from Asylum in the Asylum 9, which is the 9 by 90 So we're in for all of those. Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, Stillwell Star. Now the word is out. Yep, pipe tobacco cigar. It's a pipe tobacco cigar. Four different blends, one size, uh, and they have an aromatic with a sweet tip. And I think he says it's a sweet tip. It yep. is a sweet tip. Yeah, he admits it on he this admits one. It. Oh, all right. Okay. Um, he has a Sin Compromiso Paladin de Saca. Which was the twenty eight dollar cigar? That one sweet tipped, right? What was once, not box what, pressed? Once it had his name in it, it was twenty eight dollars. Yeah, so that is a box press cigar. Must Where have a coffin. Uh, <laughs> El Artista, uh, the big poppy cigar, the Slugger Robusto. It looks to be a Maduro to me. Hmm. Um, they didn't say it on, on the His list. His Slugger yet. is a darker hue yeah. on, the, yeah. on the wrapper as well. All right. So they have a Robusto coming out. So look forward to that. E.P. Carrillo, uh, new fledge, new pledge size, the Apology. E-P-O-G-Y. Poggy, whatever it is. Again. Could also be a typo. Yeah. yeah. HBC, that the 10-year uh, anniversary you have there, and also the hotcakes coming in a grand C-A-N-O-N. Grand Cannon. Cannon. Okay. 60 ring gauge. Okay. Mm. J-R-E. I'm not a strong speller, so as soon as you start spelling, I check out. <laughs> All right. Aladino, Corojo, Reserva, Figurado. We already have them. Yeah. They're here. Uh, Aladino, Vintage, Selection, Line Extensions. So I'm um, going to do a 60. I forget, but we bought them, whatever they are, because they sell so crazy good. And the Cameroon Elegante, which is the Lancero. Which we have already. Which yeah, we, we already it. got. Uh, he's nice to us anyway and sends us his stuff as soon as he gets it. But uh, this is what they were showing as new at the show. La Aurora, the uh, Ors de... Ors de Age. Yeah, Ors de Age. Did you say Ors? Yes. Eight, eight By the way, that's that's the cigar that Ed Santa Maria, the buyer for two guys, think is the worst name of any cigar because you're basically, it's a whore. So he has a huge issue with the Hors d'Age name. I got a bad one coming up. Okay. Bad name. <laughs> that we took. We took it. Worse well, than El Wawense. 
It's worse. La Aurora Pure Vintage. Which I'm smoking. And the Fernando Leon. Signature. Uh, Lotus, a uh, bunch of new styles. We bought them all. Uh, Padron, number 95. This is a 1926 version. Family Reserve. Friendly Reserve. Six by 60. Four and a half by 60. Four and a half by 60. <clears throat> Glad you're here. <laughs> <laughs> did you get any of the stats? I did. I did. Right, just check it. Um, the Perdomo Immenso. We're already in on that. Yep. This is the um, 70s and uh, Sun Grown and Maduro. Um, and we're all in on that. Uh, Rocky Patel, the 60 that I'm smoking. And there was a Rocky Patel white label that we did not commit to yet. Rocky Patel white label, it's up there in the 20s. Hmm. So I got to smoke the sample see, and really make a decision there. Uh, Topper, anniversary cigar coming out. Nice. Uh, Toscano, new stuff. I think we received it already. Uh, Nobili. Or yeah. N-O-B-I-L-E. We already have that. Yep. No bile. PDR, 1878. I was surprised when you went in on these and Ed. Bought me back samples, and the Sun Grown is damn good. Really good. Changed the blend, changed the packaging. Yeah. It's fire. Yeah. He did a good job, and uh, glad to have him back on board. And we got those humidifier me- meters. The humidity meters. What's the one with the dumbest name? Dumbest name ever. <laughs> ever. Where is it here? I know <laughs> I have it down. Sophisticated Hooker. Huh. Sophisticated uh. Hooker. Is one of the sizes Ashley Madison? <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's a high-end escort service. He <laughs> says it. He says it like he, he does know what it means, I but know he doesn't Do- want anyone to know that he knows. I know what Dolly Madison is, <laughs> which is a cupcake, but it has nothing to do with that. No. Uh, sophisticated Hooker, do you know who made it? What brand? Hmm. Sounds like it could be a, a Matt Booth thing. Or a Caldwell. Opus X. Oh, All right. Really? Sophisticated That's the hooker. PCA exclusive. It was crazy. And man. I heard we're only getting four boxes. Really? Yeah. And they had a bra with all burn holes in the bra as displayed with the sophisticated hooker. I'm That's like, not what necessarily what a, what a sophisticated hooker's bra would look like. It would I don't be unburnt. It. it was one of those that you stand in there, and it was all displayed beautifully. <laughs> and, and my head turned, and like like a dog whistle or something. It makes happened. sense because they have a size called Pussy Juice. They have a size called the Big Bad Motherfucker. So he likes. Man, it's a classy packaging, mm. and it's beautiful. And mm. I don't get it, but hey, I don't get a lot of stuff. Uh, the after show, we're going to talk about what's going on in Cuba. We'll get to that, but right now, let's get to. Um, the mailbags. Following message was submitted through the contact. This the last us. one. I got uh, two, two, more. two more. Okay, go ahead. two more. Uh, contact us page of the cigarauthority.com and Chris writes, "Firecracker special release idea." A lot of ideas yeah. around firecrackers this week. It was a lot of people coming up to me with ideas at the show too, uh, or saying, "Hey, here's a good idea. Use us." With the increased popularity of the firecracker releases, I wanted to share my idea with hopes that is well-received from the retailer's perspective. It was mentioned on the show that the Firecracker has almost become a novelty item with the latest release of the Wise Man selling out in just seven minutes. I can vouch for this, as I have five unopened boxes of previously released Firecrackers in my humidor, not counting the numerous boxes I've already smoked. I now refrain from opening them as often, knowing that once I smoke them, they are gone forever. 
Will the box count of firecrackers remain at 500 per release in the future? If not, maybe have more releases. Here's my idea. The insert brand name Firecracker TNT special release. Same length, same wick, but 60 or 70 ring gauge. We all know bigger is better. (laughs) It couldn't be TNT because it would be a trademark issue. We all know bigger is better. Sticks of dynamite are thicker and girthier, giggity, Mm -hmm. than firecrackers. And it is always mentioned on the show how well big ring gauges sell. You're welcome. Signed, Chris. Hmm. All right. Give us the winner. Chris, the firecracker guy. All right. Following is a message submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Eric writes, a genuine thank you. Hello again, guys. It's been a little while since I've said hello, but I've been listening each and every week as usual. I want to start off with just congratulating Dave and everyone at Two Guys for this year's Firecracker. Foundation makes some of my favorite cigars, and I was excited to get my hands slash mouth on Nick's Firecracker, which absolutely did not disappoint. But I'm here to actually share a quick story with you all. Back in the fall of 2019, one of the episodes celebrated a birthday for Studio 21. If memory serves me right... Dave was flying solo with just the help from Ed, and I think his guest was Toscano. At one point, Dave was talking about all the other shows on the Studio 21 family tree and mentioned the Friends in Recovery podcast. Mm. Long story short, at that time, my life was in pretty rough shape, and my relationship with alcohol was becoming a serious problem. The simple mention of a recovery podcast from Dave, who was talking about it completely in passing, with no context surrounding it, led me to check out that podcast and begin my process of sobriety. I typed this email. As I typed this email, I'm a few months shy of two years alcohol-free. Wow. Congratulations. And in a weird, indirect way, the Cigar Authority played a role in my story. I've been wanting to bring this to your attention for a while, but it better late than never. Mr. J, if you don't read this email on the show, I beg you to at least share this with Dave, Barry, and Ed. I guess uh, the moral of the story is you guys are reaching people in ways... You may not be intending, but you're making a difference all the same. Cigars are great. The show is great. And it's put on by some pretty great people. Thanks for your time. Signed, Eric. Eric, gets my vote. My vote. Yeah. Good for him. He gets a bottle opener. What are you going to do with that? <laughs> <laughs> Just pull the bottle opener out. Yeah. <laughs> he, he could use it with Odul. Yeah, he could open soda. Yeah. Uh, well, Comes with a bottle opener. James, so. you were my second vote, by the way. It didn't come with a flask, That's at least, good. right? Right. Okay, so that that works out good. Yeah, Eric, reach out to us, or I'll, I'll shoot you an email on Monday if uh, if I beat you to it. All right. So, what was the buzz on the on the trade show floor? Uh, to me, being on the floor, and I, again, I was only there for the two days. I left Monday morning, first flight out. So I didn't see Monday, which is a full day, and a half day Tuesday, and that's when I'm hearing drama and shit was going on. You give these guys a little time, they can start trouble. It becomes the problem. Uh, while I was there, um, no trouble at all. Everything was great. I was just unfortunate to end up hearing bad shit when I got back. It's a bunch of bullshit, but anyway. Um, to me, actually, nothing was hot. It, you know, usually there's this a buzz going on and the media guys talk with each other as we walk by and stuff and say, what's hot, what's going Mm. on. Um, Where I expected Ferry Otego to be hot. There was no sample. There was no nothing. um, So there was nothing there. Um, We knew all about what was happening with Steve and the uh, pipe tobacco thing. Mm. And to a cigar person, I don't know how 
um, buzzy that would be. You know, it. everybody wants to try. His, try. his fanboys are all over it. Yeah, I'm going to try it. All right, but pipe tobacco cigars exist out there. Black and mild. Yeah, uh, this one I'll give I, it a try. I did. I did smoke one, and it is a complete legit, legit departure too. from pipe tobacco cigars. Yeah, but what were you hearing stuff? Being away from it and saying, "Here's the buzz of the show." Because I didn't see it. No, and I smoked through a lot of samples, and there were some very good cigars, but there was only one cigar that stood out, which you haven't smoked yet. So I'll let you smoke it before I mention it. Okay. Uh, but that was the one standout cigar. Where in years past, there were a lot of standout cigars. And there, I, I, there were good cigars yeah. that I'm looking forward to getting, but there was one that really stood out. I, I thought there would be a lot more of that because it was two years and things that were in the making I thought was going to show up, and it wasn't all that much. I mean, of the new stuff that came out, I bought quite a bit of it. So uh, we'll see we'll see how it plays out. But um, what we have to see what plays out is uh, if Ed Sullivan can hold his title because it's time for the Classic 3-Way, brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowered. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real mock-up of the taste and flavors from old-time Havana's. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic Cigars. Ed Sullivan, our champion. Today's July 17th. Luke Bryan, country singer, known for his hits, Rain is a Good Thing, I Don't Want... This night to end in Drunk on You was named Entertainer of the Year, and he owns a cigar shop in Florida. Really? Luke Bryan, born today. What year? Um, <clears throat> 1979. 79. 1965. 65. 81. 81. Mr. Jonathan gets a point. He said 65 at 76. So Mr. Jonathan is on the board, and over to Mr. Jonathan, David Hasselhoff, TV actor. Don't hassle the Hoff. There it is. Popular. Knight Rider. Knight Rider. Big Baywatch. Crossover music career in the 80s. Big his, in Germany. With his hit Looking for Freedom, Finding Particular Success in West Germany. Uh, born today, what year? 1955. 55. 60. 60. I, I also had 55. Everybody's over 52. He looks so great for his age. There he yeah. goes. Uh, Barry Stein. He likes cheeseburgers. Remember that? <laughs> Remember that one? That, that was a, he had better days. So he could have went to sobriety at that point, <laughs> right. right? David Sutherland, Donald Sutherland, movie actor, Canadian oh. actor who played Hawkeye Pierce in the movie MASH. Also, The Eagle Has Landed, The Dirty Dozen, Invasion of the Body Statues, Hunger Game franchise. David Sutherland, born today, what year? 36. 36. 1940. 40. 1929. 29 for the point. Goddamn right. 36 was close, 35. Uh, but Mr. Jonathan has two points. We got one more question. Tiebreaker. Uh, two of them if we need them. But uh, I've somebody up. needs two points here. And it's over to Barry. No, uh, Ed. Ed. Uh, Ed. 
Hulk Hogan beats Ric Flair to win the WCW World Championship I today. I no idea. I don't watch that nonsense. 1982. 82. Uh, Hulk Hogan beats Ric Flair to win the WCW World Championship. 1995. 95. 86. 86. He wasn't in the WCW in 86. It was WWF. But he gets the point. 86 will get the point. It was 94. You said 95. I was one off. And you win. You're the champion. Goddamn right I do. You are winning. So to answer your question, James, yeah, I'm the same amount of what is he? What are you? Arrogant, douche, douche. I'm a douche all the time. Yeah, and proud of it. All right, so we have uh, four different cigars here, and uh, hey, lots of retailers listen to the Cigar Authority. <coughs> Thank you to all the retailers out there uh, that I saw and say I listen to the show every week. Thank you for that. Um, manufacturers, we're, we're bigger than you think. Uh, almost a little embarrassing at some points. I, I worked very hard on Two Guys Smoke Shop, mm-hmm. 36 years, built a, a good business. And at the trade show, I'm the guy from the Cigar Authority. It's so <laughs> freaking weird. It's so weird because it used to be always the guy from Two Guys. But Do you think that Nick Perdomo, when he was taking your picture, did he flip the camera around once and just take a picture of himself? No, he's not an arrogant douche. Back as said in one of the emails, of, of, do you just play the douchebag on the show, or are you this way? No, he's you don't way. think that uh, the number of people that have seen my picture on their phone when I tell them I'll take a picture and I do a, a quick selfie, they think it's funny. <laughs> Paul Kraft says you should have your own cigar. It tastes like vinegar. Smells like lavender. <laughs> I see what you did there. I don't get it. I'll explain it to you off the air. All right. <laughs> Is that another way that's going to keep us away from the PCH? Yeah, it would, it would keep us out. Yes. Okay, so final thoughts on the cigar that you picked. I have the Rocky Patel 60th birthday cigar. He did a good job with this cigar. I think it's going to sell well. I think we'll do good with it. Um, we got Rocky coming up, actually. Yeah. Uh, soon. Soon. We'll have him on the show. Really? Live, in person. I end up smoking everything in the shop. But there's only two cigars in the shop. There's the cigars that I go back to over and over again, and there's the cigars that I smoke the one time when it comes out new. This is one I'll go back to over and over again. It's very good. Yeah, despite being $26, which will make it a, uh expensive date, Yeah, it delivers. I would have no problem spending that to get this again. Smooth, balanced, nice flavor changes. And if you're patient, a Salomon will correct itself. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan's, I never smoked that. So it's because I got the only one. Yeah. Just taking, huh. a, just taking a gamble. Small run. I'm like, we're going to do good with it anyway. We do well with HVC yeah. anyway. And that, that's yeah. one question I had for you is are there any brands like HVC? It's a pretty solid bet, even without a sample, because they do well with all their other core stuff. What brands would you say are automatic ads? You go into the show and they say, we have something new, and you say, I'll take it. The Opus X thing, that there was no sample to it. I'm going <laughs> to buy it anyway, despite a terrible name. But you know what's going to sell. And, t- you know, we're only going to get a few boxes. Believe it or not, you know I never smoke them. Right? No. Because yeah. there's so little that comes in. I'm not going to open a box and take it when somebody else is Yeah, they go by the box, it. not by the single. Yeah. Yeah. And, and at four boxes, we have three retail stores and mail order. So it's going to be one box per location. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of unhappy people. You couldn't just order what you wanted on that one. No, it was it was a set amount. Yeah, and really for two guys, one box 
crazy. Ed Sullivan, your cigar? Yeah, it's a very good cigar. I'm just a little confused by it, right? People who would spend $16 on a cigar. They would do it for CLE or Aroa. Yeah, they're not Aroa, looking at yeah. Asylum. Right. People who smoke Asylum are not looking at $16. So I think it'll be a, a hard one to Convertible sell. Convertible station but, wagon, right? Yeah. But I mean, it's, make sense. It, it's worth the price. <laughs> it, took, it took me a full second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's worth, it's worth the price point based on the quality of it. I just. It's a hundred dollar meatball. Exactly. All right. <laughs> so for those that uh, stayed on the show through the whole thing, I'll tell you, I'll let you in on a uh, private evening with Rocky Patel. We're going to have here at Two Guys in Salem. It's Friday, August 13th. It's limited to just 50 people. You're going to get two Rocky Patel cigars plus an all-inclusive dinner. Uh, Rocky will be here. We're going to do questions and answers, and we'll talk with him. It's a little intimate group that's here, uh, $95 per person, and um, he'll have deals and all kinds of stuff along with your chance to win a Rolex watch. Whoa. Uh, so um, if you're interested, text <coughs> Mr. Jonathan. I guess that's how everybody <laughs> everybody does <laughs> it, right? Do, do it. it. But, yeah, call the stores or whatever. But uh, first 50 people that want to sign up and do it. It is August 13th, and that's that. So uh, as you see, we're running out of time, and that's the way it's done. Right, Barry? Uh, you're six minutes early. It's only 1.54. Well, I have to be a little early be and say my stuff that here, but I can't go more than two hours because if I do, we don't uh, get Odyssey. Odyssey won't pick Odyssey, it up. So it's got to be a little less, but not 21 minutes less. <laughs> Just a little less. A little bit. So next week, Single Cast Nation joins us on stage as we pair whiskey with the pros. So uh, bring your drinking booth What I on. need to do is bring lots of layers because sometimes I get a little warm. Frisky. You yes. start taking clothes off. Exactly. So I think we're going to be drinking, and uh, we're going to tell you how to get the super limited release whiskey and the cigars to pair them with next week. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And you may have learned something today, which makes you... The Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.